Davis Vision loves teachers. If you're a teacher who needs LASIK, Davis Vision wants to give back. Schedule a free consultation appointment and inquire about additional savings to their summer sale price. Call them today at 801-253-3080 or check them out at davisvisionmd.com. Question of the day. Coaches poll has Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, and Ohio State as the top four teams. How boring and predictable at the highest level has college football become? The answer is, oh, very. So let's jump forward to the next question then, PK. What breaks up the logjam? Because nothing lasts forever. Ooh, I don't know about that. In sports, nobody wins forever. Teams win a lot. 10, 15 years is forever. Okay, you got me there. But Alabama's at 12. I mean, the literal definition of forever, no. But they do win for a long time. And here's the thing I would tell you is that it'll seem like they win forever because you're right. They do win for 10 or 15 years. Right. And what I would normally tell you is that will change when there's a coaching change. But Ohio State and Oklahoma have already had coaching changes, and they've kept rolling. Now, Bama and Clemson haven't. Maybe they can pull it off. Coaching changes have sunk Alabama in the past. We'll see if it happens or if this is a new era. Because here's the problem. As boring as this is, if coaching changes don't change the balance of power, then this is like a, a new level in college football. I mean, we've I, seen, I think we're here at a new level. Yeah. yeah. We've seen some schools hit on back-to-back coaches. In the history of the sport, USC and Oklahoma have. But we have never seen a group of teams that were on the top all hit on back-to-back coaches. That's really going to lock things in. And then instead of 10 or 15, you could be talking about 20 or 30. Well, that's what we're going to have. That's going to suck. Because there's never been a 14 playoff until now. So these these kids want to play in that playoff. So go to the schools that are in the playoff. It's not hard to figure out. So comparing history is irrelevant because, because you, there's you, a new set of rules. Yeah. It's new guidelines. Yeah. And it used to be you can go and then if you got voted in uh, by the Associated Press, there it was. Now you have this little committee that votes you in and they just focus on these schools, probably deservedly so, and, and they just look at, well, who had so many kids drafted last year. It's just like if you're recruited by Alabama, you're minimum four star, even if you're not. I'm not going to be the one to not, wait a second, Saban wants this kid? Yeah. I'm not going to stick my neck out and be the one who votes for, uh, he's a three-star. And so, I mean, of course you're going to be a four-star just because they're recruiting you. And that's the way it works. So everything has changed so dramatically. Maybe it changes when we go to 12. And there might be some other schools. Maybe SC can start keeping some... Big-time studs that literally go to Clemson or Alabama to play quarterback, which is what they're going to have this year. Maybe they can keep them home. Yeah, but that, it's going to be hard for SC to continue to get into the playoff every year. So the way it's set up now, I don't see it changing. And it really hasn't changed in Ohio State forever. I mean, when they had the, you know, the tattoo thing and they, they, they struggled for a year or what have you. Okay, fine. You're not going to do it every single year, but virtually every single year. And the way they're going, and maybe with Oklahoma, it'll be interesting to see now as they go in the SEC. But as it stands now, that's still four or five years away. 
I, I don't think it'll extend that far out, and everything's negotiable, as you say, and I agree with you. But maybe that's a little bit of a difference there. I don't know that it'll be a difference. Maybe they just continue to win at the same level, and maybe you don't, at that they, point you can lose two games and still get in. Right, and I think they win at a pretty high level. It's not hard to figure out how they're going to split up the East and West divisions. I don't know. Is Texas A&M going to scare them? Maybe LSU? Uh, on a given they, year, got Texas, yes. Arkansas, Missouri. I mean, they're cut above all those schools. Who's going to – the Mississippi schools? I think the West Division, the SEC East is going to be harder. Yeah, it is. I mean, yeah, if you Alabama, Auburn, Georgia, and Florida are all going to end up in the same division. Yeah, but even Florida's fallen off the mark a sure. little bit. I mean, they don't have Urban. But and... if you look at the five teams that have historically dominated the SEC, four of them are going to be in the East, and LSU is going to be in the West. So Oklahoma's path is maybe not easy, but well, it's not Texas that hard. ever gets back to what they were, then that would be another difficult. But sure, they, I mean, they, are, they know that, and they're just going to amp it up. They're going to make more money, so they're going to invest more. So now each coach on a recruiting trip is going to have a private plane. Well, the best and the best <laughs> recruiters are all going to be getting a million bucks. And then I mean, we're we're going to get yeah, to the point. Yeah. And the players are going to be first. Getting a it was head bucks. coaches getting a million bucks. Yeah, yeah, well, Alabama says they've already got that. Then it was coordinators getting a million bucks. It's going to be the position right. coaches. And then when you land, they uh, take you by helicopter to the kid's house. I mean, who knows? I mean, it'll so, be a drone that just like picks you up by the shoulders. They'll just have more. <laughs> to offer, not less. And with this NIL, there's been an argument that I can conceivably have no problem agreeing with that the rich are going to get richer. Yeah. Well, everyone will get local money, but who's going to get national money? Because it's going to happen. The kid from Alabama, Alabama, the Dallas area, who wanted to go, he doesn't want to play his senior year. Well, he's going to Ohio State. He's not going to North Texas. To uh, cash in. He's not staying local. He's going to Ohio State. So I don't see this ending. I I think that, to me, it it doesn't take away my love of the Pac-12 and whoever wins that. That's still a big deal to me. To play in a Rose Bowl, and maybe because that's the way I grew up, and maybe a younger generation is going to downgrade to granddaddy. Maybe that's the way it turns out. But for me, winning the South is a big deal. Winning the North is a big deal. Winning the Conference is a big deal. Maybe it doesn't resonate on the national scale, but it's like TV ratings. I don't care what the things that I want to watch are as far as TV ratings. If I like to watch it, who cares if it's popular or not? And maybe that's the way I'll look at college football going forward. I'll be interested in my conference. Always will be interested to the rest of my life. And if it doesn't resonate nationally... So, eh, so be it. There's a lot of that going on in sports now anyway. I agree. It's sports yeah. is so sports is local. I, I was just talking with Josh totally Newman at uh, Utah. You know, he's been here a while, so he's getting into the storylines. He's a sports fan. He follows multiple sports, not just the ones he covers. Uh, and and he says, man, I talked to my friends in New York, and like, Donovan Mitchell's exciting. The Jazz are good. And they're like, doesn't resonate. I'm like, all sports is local. People in New York don't want to think that. But what matters to New York? Mostly New York and then Boston, maybe Philly. I said, really? Does anyone in New York care about the Wizards? And he just shook his head. He goes, no, they don't. I'm like, yeah, they're not local. They're too far away. They're not, they're not interacting with that many people from that area who, pas- who are passionate about mm-hmm. their team. Yeah, I know. So yeah. all sports is local, and 40% of the people are in the East Coast time zone. And that's why there's an East Coast bias built in. 
And if we moved back there, we'd buy right into it. Moving one time zone east, I follow the teams that I grew up in California and Major League Baseball at a much lower level. When I was there and it, it was just easier and I was surrounded by a lot of people who cared. So even if I checked out, they drew me back in with a conversation. That's what happens now with the Utes and Cougars. I get drawn in by people who are like, hey, what about this? What about that? And they get you fired up. All sports is local. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. It's a win ticket Wednesday. We're going to give away tickets next, and a lot of you are going to want these tickets. There is no doubt there are people who are going to be lighting up the phones. Don't call now. Yach's doing important stuff. But in a few minutes, we'll give them away. Stay with us. And then Joe Ingles at 9.